0: You are listening to the weekly podcast of Greater Christ Temple in Lima, Ohio. We pray you enjoy today's message. Hallelujah. 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 You're free today. I'm free indeed. No longer bound, but free. Thank God for being free. Amen. You may be seated. We're just so grateful to be here in Lima, here at the Greater Christ Temple Church of the Apostolic Faith, a church that has been established and have a good foundation. And we thank God for this place. We thank God for all of you here today that you have shown up today. Thank God for Lady Cooper, amen. We honor you today. And we thank God for that great man. That great man that served 30-some years here in this place. And he left a footprint. Hallelujah. And no matter where you look, you can still see it. If you can't see it, you can feel it. He made an impact throughout the state, throughout the world. Really, and we just thank God for him. I thank God for my friend. We're sad that he's no longer with us, but we're glad to know that his place is secure in God. We just want to... Give God praise today as we come from Mount Vernon. And uh, we'll say that uh, uh, Pastor Massey was expecting to be here today with us, but she had to uh, go and other things that's going on and so many things going on, but she really wanted to be here. She was here over the weekend, well, over the whole week, and was going to stay but decided to go home to get a little... Rest, but uh, we just thank God for all of you. We honor all of you today, <laughs> Amen. This current administration, we honor you and we're glad for you, and pray that God will so uh, uh, bring you to success. And I want to speak to you today. I'm going to speak to you about a few things today, but I'm just so happy to be here in Lima. <laughs> you ought to be happy too that you're here. You got up this morning. You woke up this morning. Nobody had to lift you up. But you got up on your own accord. And you say I'm here. Hallelujah. <laughs> hey, I'm just happy. I'm happy. I'm happy to be here with you. And what God is good doing and going to do. And I got a message for you today. Hallelujah. And I don't know if I'll speak to you like a father, like a friend, like a prophet, or whatever, but whatever God say, I'm here, I'm available. Lord, I want you to have your way. I want you to let me get out of the way so God can have his way, because we come to lift him. We didn't come to exalt ourselves, but we come to lift up the name of Jesus, and I'm going to go in the uh, book of Genesis, in the beginning, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, Genesis chapter number 14. Hmm. While we're here, Heavenly Father, I ask that I thank you, Lord, right now for your grace, your mercy, your kindness. Lord, I thank you for allowing us to be here, traveling over the highways and in the streets or wherever we may have come. Lord, we just thank you. Thank you for every visitor, every member, Lord. And thank you for those who, that may not know you, that they may know you. Hallelujah. Be acquainted with thee. Now, Lord, I ask that you would bless us today. Bless your word, Lord. Have your way today. Do what you will, Lord. Not our will, but thy will be done. Now, Lord, we put it in your hands, and we thank you for all things. In Jesus' name, amen. Turn, if you will, to the book of Genesis, chapter number 19. And chapter number 19 in the book of Genesis, and maybe you can read along with me to get your exercise. I don't know how many got any exercise this morning. Some may have walked. Some may have said, well, I'll do it tomorrow. Some may have said, I'm not going to do it this year, but surely next year is coming. But you can still get exercise. And your exercise is reading the word of God. Verse number 14, and said what? And Lot went out and spoke unto his sons-in-laws, which married his daughters, for the Lord will destroy this city, because, Uh uh-huh, and while he lingered, the man laid hands upon his hands, and upon the hands of his wife, and upon the hands of his two daughters, the Lord. Merciful unto him. Uh-huh. And it came to pass. Escape <laughs> to the mountain. And Lot said unto them, Oh, not so, my Lord. Behold, now thy servant had found grace in thy sight, and had magnified thy mercy, and had shown unto me in saving my life, and I cannot escape to the mountain, lest some evil take me and I die. Behold, now this city is near unto thee, and a little one. Oh, let me escape thither. Hallelujah! Jump down to verse 26. But his wife looked back from behind him, and she became a pillar of salt. Amen. You may be seated. I want to use for a subject today, don't look back. Move forward. Don't look back. Now, there are some things that we look back to. We look back to learn and from experience, but don't dwell there. It said, and when Lot went out and uh, his daughters and all of that in verse 16, and say, and while he lingered, don't stay too long, longer than necessary. Uh, You got to move on. You got to go forward. There are things that happen in your life, but you can't stay there. There are sometimes you got to get up and get moving even in exercise, even in a medical condition. You can't just sit there or lay there. You gotta move. Hallelujah. You gotta keep moving forward. Not backwards, but forward. And so many times we like to go backwards. We keep looking back. You know why you keep looking back? Because so many memories are back there. But those memories are not gonna help you for today. Ah, you need to move forward when there is time to come. they say. And it came to pass when he had brought them abroad that he escaped for thy life. Look, we don't want us to look back. Now, look at here. Now, this is me. This is uh, Mass's theory. When the Lord told them to get out, the angels, he sent the angels, and he told them to escape, but they couldn't go. So the angels raptured them out. Outside the city, but then there was something that they had to do. They couldn't go back, but they needed to move forward. Move forward. Keep on moving forward. Don't look behind thee. Don't stay there too long. But you got to escape. Now you say, You've already made a way of escape. You know what? God, I used to say, God will never tell you to do something that you can't do. Wrong. God always tell you a lot of times he tell you to do things you can't do because if you did it it wouldn't be God God told Abraham I want you to have a son 99 year old man he can but God it was not Abraham but it was God and that was Moses went to the water and then they was at the sea and they had to escape but they couldn't escape because that was the problem the water before them and the enemy behind them. Where do I go? Now don't turn around and look back. Cause Some of them had said, you know, when we was in Egypt, we had all this stuff. We had the watermelon, and we had the garlic, and we had the onion, and we had all of this stuff. But don't go back. I got something better for you. God's got something better for you. Maybe you don't see it right now, but God's got something better. And so God told Moses to go forward. And Moses looked around and said, How can I go? We ain't got nothing. We don't have a boat. We don't have a paddle. He said, What do you got in your hand? He said, Lord, this ain't a paddle. It's just a stick. He said, Well, stretch it out. (laughs) And the water parted. He told Moses to do something that Moses couldn't do on his own. But with God, you can do all things. Hallelujah. God wants you to do all things. And God will enable you. To do the things that you cannot do hallelujah you've been looking for an opportunity you've been looking for the job i've been looking for the home or looking for some opportunity and say lord it's not in my means i don't see how i can do it but put it in god's hand in your hand it's no good hallelujah no glory i thought about you know i used to play a little bit of golf but uh you know i could hit a long ways but then i would in in <laughs> all out in the uh, rough and, and, and all of that But you know I had a stick in my hand But when in my hand it was no good But you know what If you put it in Tiger Woods hand And God's hand and God, <laughs> Hey it's more than just a stick But I want you to know That God got something for you But you cannot look back But look at this But in verse number 26 He said but his wife look back from behind him now what does it mean look back from behind him look back from behind lot what was she doing behind him or if she was to be with him or beside him but she looked back from behind him and she became a pillar of salt and i would say now i could say and i could have a different minds on what that meant whether she looked back and looked around behind him, or whatever, uh, looking that, but whatever it was, she looked from behind him. She was looking at his past fault. You didn't do this, and you couldn't do that, looking from behind him. Sometimes we look behind folks, and, and things that have already taken place, and things that have already passed, and things that have already gone, and things we can't do anything about. But the only the things you see, you can't do anything about the things behind you. But you have control of everything before you. <laughs> you can't look back. Don't look back. Now I'm going to tell off on a fellow. Well, that fellow was me. He used to play basketball at high school. And in high school, just about everybody on the team could dunk. Well, maybe a couple of them couldn't, but could dunk. And uh, we had a pretty good team. And we lost, we only had one conference game, only lost one conference game. But it was down at the end of the year. And that was the greatest team that, that, that we had faced was on the floor. And we was playing uh, this team. And we was behind by one point. It was probably about 13 seconds left. And, and then the opposing team had the ball. Down at their end of the court getting ready to score on us, and they were just handling the ball so that if they didn't even score, they would win the game. But something told me to go out and steal the ball. But it wasn't my man to guard because he was a guard and I was a forward, and I was on the other side, but something kept telling me, get out and go and steal the ball. And this was the greatest ball handle on the floor. And I thought about it, and something told me, that's not your man. But then something kept telling me, that get out and steal the ball because time is winding down. And I ran over and stole the ball and started down. Now it's eight seconds. Got the ball in my hand and ran so quick and looked like everybody was stunned. And they were just there, and I didn't know, and I ran on down. Now I'm at the free throw line just like Dr. J at the free throw line. I said, it's dunk time now. <laughs> I'm gonna bring the house down. Then everybody gonna be looking at me. And I got there in about three seconds, two seconds, and I looked back. And when I looked back, I kicked the ball out of bounds. The buzzer sounded; sound and we lost the game. I wished there was a the hole in the floor. Then I had to go the next day and, find, and face not only my teammates, but everybody. And it was the most embarrassing moment that I ever had. You see, sometimes we want to show ourselves. Sometimes we want to get the glory. Sometimes we want to get the credit. But give God the glory. It's not me, but it's him. So don't look back. And when we look back, we, we, we're not following God. Follow God for his will, and let his will be done. Sometimes we have to get out of our comfort zone. <laughs> There's a natural human tendency for us to look back. We just love to look back. And I'm looking forward now. And I I know I'm not gonna be very long because somebody had once said, say now, uh, 30 minutes is long enough for a good sermon. And too long for a bad one. So I don't want to be long on you, but I do want to tell you what God wants you to know. God's got something for you. (laughs) God's got something in store for you if you will only follow his will. How many is willing to follow God's will even when you don't understand what he's doing? God is doing something for you. He's working undercover. And you say, well, Lord, I don't understand, but don't worry about it. Give it to him. Some things we're not going to understand. Some things we'll never know. And some things you don't need to know. Just let God handle it. Well, there was another incident about a person that I know, and they was buying a house. And these people was buying this house, and it was a house next door to their house, and they just liked that house, and they wanted to, they saw some potential in that. And so they renovated and did all the other stuff with that house. And then after the time came for them to move, one of them didn't want to move because he was so comfortable with the old house. (laughs) <laughs> see, sometimes we get so comfortable with this house And God tells us we got to move out of our old house Move into that new house Move into the house that God has prepared And I ain't talking about the physical house Get out of this old house And see, God said, come out He wants you to come out and get out from that old house He said in Second Corinthians uh, uh, He said, therefore, if any man be in Christ He is a new creature Why? All things, all things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new. Are you a new creature? Are you still living in the past? Are you trying to go forward, or are you still remembering how I used to be? Man, when I was out there in the world and what I did and how I kicked it and everything else, and and here I am, but you're a new creature. You're not out there anymore. God have changed your life. God have brought you out. You ought to be glad he brought you out because the condition that you was going in and the place that you was going was real good. But God brought us out. He brought us up and out. Keep on moving forward and don't look backwards. You know what? I noticed one thing in automobile. How many drove today? Anybody drive here today? And you got one big thing in front of you. We call it a windshield. Then you got a small thing on the windshield. We call it a rear view mirror. You don't drive looking in the rear view mirror. Or if you'll crash and you got this great big open space to look through and you want to look at something small, hey, that's not, that's not how it operates. Think about an airplane. <laughs> on an airplane, I noticed one thing. It doesn't have a rear-view mirror. <laughs> and another thing it doesn't have, it doesn't have a reverse. Huh. And any time an airplane back up, they have to hitch it to something and pull it back up, pull it that way. But it doesn't have a reverse because that's not its purpose. My purpose is not going backwards, but going forward. Huh. Hallelujah. Stop looking back because God got greater things for you. And one thing, when we look back, we are unfocused. We can look on to be focused. Then we can look off briefly for a moment to do something like an artist. He looks away and looked at the object and then looked back at his paper and he began to paint. A great pianist, Ella he may look, he he never looks, he's not looking down at his hands. His focus is not on his hands, but on the purpose. And so sometimes we can't just be focusing on the wrong thing. I know he loves his hand because his hand caused him to play the music. But that's not the purpose. He's not looking at his hands. He's Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. I better move on because one thing God is trying to get us out of here. Now, here's the thing that I would like to say. In Philippians chapter number 3, it said, brethren, I count not myself have apprehended, but one thing I do, what is he doing? Forgetting those things that are behind, and I'm reaching forward to those things which are before, <laughs> and I press towards the mark. You got to press sometime for the prize of the high calling which is in Christ Jesus. I'm not looking back to yesterday, but I'm looking forward to my purpose. Tomorrow, all of you like Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 11. I'm not going to get down to the last part, but I just want you chapter 11, verse 1, and you can even quote that, and, and and without reading. Let me hear you quote it. Now faith. Oh, That's all. you stop right there. Now faith. Right now, present faith huh, is the substance of things hoped for. Now, now means present. So that faith that he's talking about is for right now. And that hope is for tomorrow. You're looking forward. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Hallelujah. And then you don't always see it. It's the evidence of things not seen. There are some things in your life you ain't seen yet. (laughs) But God is getting ready to bring it to pass. Hold on. Hang in there. Go forward. Don't go back. To things that you are comfortable with things that you are used to but keep moving on we got to keep moving on now that faith is for the future oh hallelujah but God have brought me out of darkness into this marvelous light God have brought me to another place hallelujah In Zion we you sang that song it's calling us to a higher place hallelujah but look at here We got to forget those things that are behind and press forward. You know about a runner, a person is running in a race, the runner, his goal is focused on the mark, not, uh, it's focused on his destination, not where he have been, but where he's going. If you look back for where you have been, you might want to go back there. Don't linger in the past, keep moving. If you linger too long, you'll get stuck, even in the wintertime. Y'all get in the snow. I don't know if you're wishing for any snow, but you get in the snow, and if you don't keep moving, you can get stuck, and you may not get out of there. Somebody pulls you, then you start spinning your wheels and not going anywhere because you're stuck, and you just stay there a little longer, and in the, in the snow up under the wheels start melting and become ice, and you become stuck. God don't want you to be stuck. God wants you to keep moving. A runner don't look back at his past steps, but focus on the goals ahead of him. The runner is like a Christian. He can he can learn from his past mistakes, but he won't dwell there. I don't mind you looking back, but don't dwell in the past. Don't stay there. Because once you stay there, you get stuck. You can't go back and change the beginning. But you can start from where you are and change your ending. Glory to his name. God has brought us too far for us to go back. We can't go back to the past. Don't go back and don't even look back. You know, I left my job uh, years ago. Didn't retire before retirement. And when I left there, I think it was way, about 2009. And you know, I haven't looked back. I haven't even looked back. And that was many times, uh, several jobs I went to, and, and, and sometimes they didn't like you. And one, one particular job I had, they was laying off everybody. But they said the engineering department had laid off 25%. And so that's the only department w- was free that wouldn't be laid off. Well, I went on vacation, and when I came back, some other things that happened. Then my boss had come to me and had told me they're going to fire you. And you, you but, but not now. They're going to give you two weeks. Two weeks. He called me in the cafeteria, not in the office, to speak to me. And said, for two weeks, you, you can look for another job. Well, and I thought about it, and I started to go out and look for a job. And I did. I called some people up, and they met me in the city at a restaurant and all, and interviewed me and all. The Lord told me to go back. I didn't tell you to leave. Well, when I got back, the vice president called me in office, and they was giving me a promotion. <laughs> <laughs> but my boss didn't want me to have that promotion. He said, I'm going to make you engineer at liaison. And, and that, that, was, that made him mad. He was still mad. Then I had to pick him up from the airport one day. And I came in my car, and he didn't like the car. Oh, he was upset. He turned his head, didn't speak to me all the way from the airport to home. Mad because of what he had done. But I, could, I couldn't afford to get mad at him. I couldn't afford to be like him because God had brought me out. <laughs> Hallelujah. He had given me a new life, a new path. And no matter what comes, God is in control. I don't have to worry about the past life. Right? So I'm not going to look back on what he did to me. I'm just going to look forward to what God has got for me. You know, sometimes we look back on some things, and there, s- s- we, we, we have memories of the past, and all of us have memories of the past, but we're not tied to the past. Lot's wife had some ties. Therefore, she didn't want to leave. You know, we got there's a thing called... Life Magazine, they have the year in the picture of the past. Sports Illustration, Illustration have year in sport, that's all in the past. We have history books, we have yearbooks, we have photo albums, we have movies, we have memories that allow us to look back. We look back to learn, but we, and we look forward to affirm. What God has for us. But don't dwell there in the past. Keep moving forward. Maybe I ought to close here, but I, I, I better read something else to you in the scripture. Uh, in Philippians, we've already read that, and God has already told us to press forward. But I want to think about something that I was trying to read, been trying to read for the last few weeks and didn't get the opportunity, and I began to think of what God had done for us. And look here in Ephesians. I'm going to go there. <laughs> chapter number one. And he tells us that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. Sometimes we don't understand a lot of stuff. But the eyes of your understanding being an enlightened and uh, that you may know what is the hope of his calling. God is calling us to a higher place. And what is the riches of his glory, of the inheritance in the saints? And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us what we believe, according to his working, mighty working power who wrought in Christ? Now, when I think about his exceeding greatness, I'm going to tell you what God does. Exceed means to go beyond. Uh, God goes beyond his greatness and God is already great and how can you do anything greater than great but he exceeds greatness Mm. to us who believe do you believe God can do it for you if you believe it God can and God will if you trust him his exceeding greatness my 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 I can't even imagine how great that is But even if I could imagine that, he said, i go better than that. (laughs) I can exceed that. And no matter what you think he can do, he can do things greater than that. (laughs) My God, that exceed his own greatness, isn't God good? And not only does he exceed his greatness, which he wrought in Christ, he raised him from the dead. You see, he raised himself. See, God, Jesus being God, In the flesh. He was in heaven. He left heaven and came to earth, but he was still in heaven. Then he came to earth and died and went back to heaven, but he was still on earth. And then after he got back to heaven, he sent his spirit, which is called the Holy Ghost, (laughs) that's in you and me, and he's everywhere. He's right here. No wonder you say, now you are the sons of God. See, he was the only begotten son. The only begotten son. And then he said, I go and prepare a place for you. And where I am, there you may be also. A lot of folks think he's up there because he was the carpenter's son. And, you know, and, and he was a carpenter. And he's up there building something in heaven. No, he's not. When he said, I go and prepare a place for you, he did that. That was the sonship. Now you are the son. Now you are in that place. Uh, hallelujah. Isn't it wonderful to know? And how did he do it? He exceeded his own greatness. He did it all by himself. You didn't have anything to do with it, but God had everything to do with it. God is great, and he greatly to be praised. He wants you to praise him, and you know his victory in the praise. When you begin to praise him, change, break. They're loose, hallelujah, no longer bound, no more chains in me because I am free. <laughs> Glory to his name, being free, hallelujah. How much did it cost you? What is freedom? What does freedom cost? It costs the life and the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. He shed his blood that you might have life. He died that you could have life. Why did he die? Because I couldn't die for myself. Why did he come? Because we needed a savior. We needed a redeemer. We needed somebody to bring us back. We're talking about going. Now, I don't want you to go back, but I want somebody to bring us back to our rightful place that the devil had stole from you. He stole it. But God said, give it up. <laughs> you got to give it up loose. Uh, loose your hold. Uh, hallelujah. I'm so glad that God loves me. He loves you. God's got enough love to share all over the place. Uh, you don't have to worry. You don't have to get jealous about him loving you and uh, loving me more than he loves you. He loves us all. <laughs> hallelujah. My little grandkids. They wanted to know, no, my kids wanted to know the the degree of the love. Who do you love the most? I love all of you, (laughs) equally, in a different capacity. Uh, Because you are made different. uh, But my love does not diminish because of some of the things you do. And some of the things that they did probably don't deserve love. But God loves us anyway. Hallelujah. (laughs) He didn't come to destroy you. He didn't come to send you to hell. He come to deliver you from hell. He come to set you free. Then you can sing the song, Freedom! 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 Because we are free. And if you are free, hallelujah, you are free indeed. God made you free to do something. Not to sit here and just to say, and to base yourself in the freedom, but to go out and to tell somebody else. To tell someone. He has authorized you and deputized you to go out and tell it. To deliver somebody. So that somebody can be like you. Somebody can be free. Somebody can be saved. Somebody can be on their way. Hallelujah. Oh, thank God for the freedom. Thank God for your word. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. Have them smile upon you. And I'm glad that God has set us free. God bless you. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us. Please like our podcast and leave us a five star review. God bless and have an amazing week.